Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Do you want to be great at reading body language, developing persuasion and influence, as well as master rapport and social interaction? What if I told you that you would learn from top performers like NBA superstar Shaquille O'Neal, former CIA director Michael Hayden, and brilliant thinkers like Dirty Jobs Mike Rowe? Take a minute right now and subscribe to the Art of Charm podcast with me, Jordan Harbinger, and you'll hear how I pull out the secret psychology, life experience, and wisdom that can only be learned from them. You'll hear Shaq talk about how to manage your career and how to know who to trust when everyone's out to get something from you. You'll discover how to think critically from Bill Nye and Neil deGrasse Tyson and even how Tony Hawk's life as a skateboard icon will influence how you think about your career and relationships in a whole new way. This show is for you if you want to outcompete, outperform, and outthink everyone around you. And it's the only place you'll get practical, applicable strategies from every single episode. Since you're all about learning from the absolute best, download and subscribe for free right now and upgrade your brain four times a week at podcastone.com or in the Podcast One app. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get it on. Mandate, get it on. And welcome to CarCast. I'm Adam Kroll. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, over there. Hello. Always excited to see Bodie Stroud in the Yeah, it's been a studio. minute. Hey, guys. Yeah, been a while. Bodie Stroud <laughs> Industries is where you go. BodieStroud.com. Yeah. yeah. Working on all kinds of good stuff. It's done, wow, now a lot of cars for us. I mean, it's done a Mura. It's got a 400 Lambo. It's done a few uh, Paul Newman race yeah, cars. Race cars. Uh, now a Hino truck, which is cool. I'm excited about the Hino. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So we should get into the Hino. We should get into uh, talking about doing a SEMA build. This is something I brought up on my show, and we never really got into it here. And I'm interested from uh, Bodie's perspective, because Bodie does a lot of cool stuff with engines and engine swaps and... It's chassis and suspension. This is your first time displaying at SEMA this past year, right? Yeah. Like as, a, as my, your own booth. So yeah, we got to talk booth. about that too. New BSI performance, new division of his. In your mind, when you're doing an engine swap, do you have rules? Like I know you have some cool stuff. Like I know you have like a Ford GT motor sitting around your shop, and I think mm-hmm. you had one of the four cam motors or two cam motors mm-hmm. uh 429 427 427 yeah. i always yep. screw that one up no but, but i've had 429s too okay so, so some cool yeah. some really cool lumps uh-huh and in your mind do they need to go in a mustang or a ford product i'll do what anybody pays me to do <laughs> good man <laughs> i am a whore so, <laughs> so i was saying that i wanted to do a z car and I like the idea of the Z had a straight six in it, and I like the straight six configuration. They have an interesting sound to them. You know, different engines mm-hmm. have different yeah. sounds, but the straight six has a kind of a cool sound. If you ever think of like an old Mercedes, yeah. they have a very distinctive yep. sound, like a 60s straight six Ferrari, uh, Mercedes. Uh, I had this notion of like a straight six engine swap and then i started thinking about twin cams and what jap what japan makes and this that and the other and then i thought oh my god my favorite engine of all time is this that 4.2 liter straight jag motor oh yeah they have these great it's such a good looking motor though it's good looking they 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 paint the head gold the cams are really far apart like there's some Mm -hmm. 
engines yeah. where they're twin overhead cams, where the cams are close yeah. enough so it could just kind of fit under normal valve covers. But these are like one over here and one over there. They have this polished aluminum. Yeah. I have a picture of one here. Of the polished aluminum valve covers. And then the thing that's much cooler that you don't get with the Z engine is the intake. There's that gold. Yeah, there's the, the head is gold, no, but the cam cool covers are polished. Engine. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Really right? nice looking engine. And the and the the header is on one side and the intake is on the other. So you yeah. get to go look at a beautiful header on one side and a beautiful like triple web or whatever or mm-hmm. single throttle body, you know, individual throttle body with trumpets. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I was I was in love with this idea. And then uh, I got to the shop and I laid it on mild mannered Sean back there and uh, he just sort of quietly said I was thinking about this engine, and he pointed at the <laughs> the one we have, the V eight. <laughs> well, that's no fun. That's boring. <laughs> no, no, no. But wait, you got to hear about okay. the engine. Well, yeah. Chris will show you a picture oh, of, okay. of that engine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that, that's a nice looking engine too. That is a V eight. It's a Japanese V eight engine that was not brought to the United States. Mm-hmm. It was just. It was back. I'm trying to think, Max Zapata. You're going to have to look it up. We can take a guess. The first V8 in the United States would have been, or the first sort of Datsun V8 would have been in an Infiniti Q, whatever, yeah. circa 45, n- something like that, whatever. I would have no, no idea. I, it'd have to be like in 1989 or something. Yeah, I meant Q45. Oh, Q45 yeah, and like, yeah. and like, a, like, like the late 80s, right? When, yeah. There were no V8 anything mm-hmm. Japanese, not, not Nissan before that, right? So this engine is from 1979, 1980, and it's the lower end of a big flagship sedan in Japan that they never brought over here. And then Bob Sharp and his engine builder just did all bespoke custom cast intakes and mechanical injection, a big plenum on top, mm-hmm. and a twin turbo and 933 horsepower. Nice. Out of, out in, of like, in a 79, in 1979. Nice. Out of yeah. like what would have been like probably a 4.4, like a small yeah. I mean displacement. Yeah. I mean if if people sixty cubic inches per, yeah. so yeah. you're talking about you know uh, on trying like a two fifty mm-hmm. size cubic inches and gobs of horsepower. And then I thought, well, actually, Sean thought, wouldn't this be the engine for a Z car? Because it's Japanese, yeah, it was super it, rare. It wasn't no, it a Z car, and there's only three of them on the planet, and I have them. That is true. That's kind of like that four twenty, that Boss four ninety four we yeah. did for that owner, the Mario Andretti. It was built for Mario Andretti's Can Am car back in sixty nine. Well, there was only ten of them made, and well, we put one in that Mustang, the real, real thing. Yeah. So it was so rare. There was there's only ten of them, and the guy that I built it for had three of them. So we had to build yeah, this thing from scratch. And it, yeah, it's all aluminum. Oh yeah. So well, I'm, I'm curious. To... And did you? What did you do? Like I know the Can Am cars of the day would be big blocks with the crazy Hillborn induction with the huge stacks coming oh, yeah. off them. What did you do for induction on uh, that car? Well, it had a stacked in- induction on it already, so it was all mechanical. 
And what we did is we sent it out to uh, Hensley, I believe it was, yeah, and they made it all electronic, fuel injected. So they put, they drilled it, put the injectors in. We made it all electronic. You still had the mechanical butterflies in it, but just that intake alone, um, the owner's son just bought one online. He saw it on eBay. Twenty five grand he paid for it. And, and then you ran short velocity stacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just got so the short velocity stacks. Rob was calling around, I guess, on uh, or maybe it was Tom was calling around on this engine because they tried to get this mechanical fuel injection, this whole pump deal. Mm-hmm. And they said there's one for the naturally aspirated engine, one for the turbo. And yeah. the guy said he doesn't have the turbo one, but the naturally aspirated one because it's rare is $19,000. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that, that no, one on there, it. he said it's probably like 21000 Yeah, oh, I believe it. And so, so now we're – Oh, there's what? an internet security alert or something that just popped up. That's <laughs> weird. All right. I yeah, there's too many. There's too much going on. I got the, the Amber wall. Alert driving today. Yeah, so did I. Then I, got a, <laughs> I didn't get that. I got one in the, the middle, of the, middle of the If your ringer was off, I don't know. You don't get it. And I, I got one in the middle of the night, like 1 a.m. My ringer was on. My phone started screaming. I thought my place was on fire again. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> you should be able to sign up for something. <laughs> you so that was me. I'm, I'm on the deep web trying to find this V8. You've got to look for Nissan or Infinity. Just yeah. Well, first, first gen need. Q45s had them, but I don't, I'm trying to see if there's anything earlier. No, I don't what think year? anything earlier. Yeah. What okay. year do you think that was? 88? I th- uh, 89? 88? I feel like somewhere in the mid or later 80s. But as he's looking up, I'm curious to, to dive into this engine and just kind of see what's going on in there and what kind no, of pistons that would it has. Be cool, yeah. And, you know, what compression was it mm-hmm. and displacement. Like, I... I it, people ask all the time, where did it come from? Where's the block from? And we haven't really spent time of like trying to find numbers on the block and doing some research to see what it was. I mean, we could just, we have the pictures, we see I where did, it is have, in the race car. You have two of them, right? There's three. Three? There's one and in the I, car and there's I two. I restored or yeah, put that, together. Is, that's, that's one. You work with Tom. One I of think. them, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we put it together. And I did a little research, but I can't recall. I think that was like, did you pull like the five heads years off? ago. I don't think we did. I don't I really think so don't either. I think, I think we were just – we left it alone. We wanted to make it look good for display because it wasn't going anything Yeah, yet, yeah. So. You know, I think you guys powder-coated the, the valve yeah, covers valve and the valve covers, intake, and the intake, and, and just cleaned it up really nice. 89 was the first-gen Q45. Okay. So this was 10 years before a Japanese V8 was on this soil, as far as I know. And, you know, they cheated. I mean, you know, you can't put a V8 in your, you know, in your straight six yeah. car. I mean, as far as the rules go, yeah. And when you're racing, they didn't like it, but because Paul Newman was driving it, they gave him a l- little slack, you know. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. there and was they, a class made for it. it was the IMSA? I think it was called GTX, which was like Group Five rules, but for turbo cars. Yeah, well, the 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 nine thirty five turbos were whooping up on everybody, so this was their attempt to try to compete with the nine thirty fives. Sure, and the car won a few races, and Paul drove it for a long time, but uh, it ended up braking a little too much. I mean, twin turbos, no computers, you know, mechanical injection. You you could see. So when I bought the car, you know, there's there's two types of car sales. There's um, here's the car that's all you get and then there's here's the car and here's everything that ever was bolted onto this car and would have been bolted onto this car and this car came with i i think i have three two or i have two engines and enough to build a third also just cams and rods and yeah. and weird 
intakes that have been cast but not finished. So it's like and, not and I think we have heads, or anything. Well, I think we have cylinder heads for it that are untouched. They were cast but oh, not wow. ported or machined yeah. yet. And by the way, if you want to hear it, we fired it up a while ago. And on my Motorator YouTube channel, there's the video of a, a, like just a whatever two-minute parking lot video of firing it up in the race car. The the one that works that's uh, yeah. in the in the race car, <laughs> the race car. You know what you have to figure out. Uh, it took like twenty minutes to figure out how to start it, oh, warm man. it up, and uh, it didn't come with directions. And this car is probably the most mechanically complex car you have over there. It's just so much going on. Have we worked on that one? We worked on that one. I don't. I, I don't know that you did, but it was it was photographed. No, and you put haven't. In, no, not that one. It's in Forza Motorsport when they came out. Oh, we okay, took yeah. all the no. body panels off. And just all on the sides and in the back where there's vents, there's in there is just coolers and and wow. you know diff coolers and it's transaxle it, and it, inboard rear brakes and it's a crazy crazy car. Let me just say this: it was a it was a weird time. So back before this, everything was just sort of straightforward mechanical, but it wasn't a lot of bells and whistles. There wasn't that much to do. It was just pistons, engine, carburetor. Then at a certain point, they started going, what if we start putting turbos and intercoolers and all that kind of stuff? Except for they didn't really have the technology to support it. They had the idea of like turbos and intercoolers and all kinds of lines and hoses and everything. So then it became like if you ever look at early space shuttles or modules or anything went out of space, like you can't believe all the tubes and hoses and everything Mm -hmm. because – we didn't have a computer, so everything was still mechanical. <laughs> yeah. So this car is crazy because it had all the technology, but all the technology was mechanical and not computer-driven. So whatever you could fit into a wristwatch now took up the whole car. <laughs> and, and there's yeah. just hoses and vents and and coolers. And, yeah, you got it now, Max Pan? There we go. Look at the video, what? The Carcass Show, Carcass of these Carcass show. Show.com. Carcass show.com. It's a crazy. Sounds good. It's a crazy yeah, right? labyrinth yeah. of sounds like, turbos on it. Yeah. Probably throw some revs into it at, at some there point. There is there, yeah. It's just such a mess. The craziest part about this car is the rear end. There's like, it's, it's a transaxle car with just in, inboard brakes. Transaxle with inboard, like the craziest dry sump system in the back of the car. It, I mean, it's the most complicated. I couldn't imagine building this car. <laughs> it, it's it's incredibly complex to maintain as yeah. a race car. That's just why they. It just wasn't sustainable. Is there's just so much stuff going on that thing. And no electronics to diagnose it. Yeah, but believe it or not, that was easier times. <laughs> I came from those times. Yeah. All right, you can go uh, check it out it's, online. But it's, it's, it's the craziest. I, 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 I'm going to just go out there and say it's like it's probably the craziest race car 
of its era. Like there, there's stuff. I, the only thing crazier, but I don't even know if it's crazier, is the nine the Porsche nine seventeen thirty Can Am car. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the flat twelve twin turbo, like turn it up to fifteen hundred horsepower craziness. That thing's pretty crazy, but in a way, this may be crazier in its own Just Japanese way. Just the way it was way. done and, and the yeah. way it was built. But now, like, a crew chief can sit in his office with a laptop and diagnose the car that's outside and running yeah. and just tell people through a headset, you know, go over there and turn this or do that. But he doesn't even get up out of his, off, out of his desk. You yeah, know, yeah, it yeah. just sits there and... So, tunes. Bodie, I know you do a lot of – Bodie does a lot of cars. He does uh, – so I just saw Tim Allen yesterday. I know you got some Tim Allen cars. You got oh, – yeah. what's Taylor uh, – what's his Lottner, Taylor Lautner's yeah, car? Yeah, yeah. Truck. A couple of them. A uh, couple trucks. Uh, you – so is there – do you have something you want to build? Like, so if you talk to, uh, I don't know, Jonathan Ward – He'll tell you, like, he wants to get a Zagato Jag, whatever, yeah, something, or like, do something. something. Yeah, yeah, he'll tell you, like, there's something out there. So, actually, I was picturing the, the 60s Jag platform and going, that is a great, you don't see him at SEMA or anything, yeah. but that's a great platform. Like, someone should go Singer Porsche. Uh, Foose is that. building a, a Jag right now. He's oh, is like he? an E-Type or something. Oh, really? really? Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. It was wrong. All right. that, it's, that's hard for me, because I don't have a lot of time to sit around and and dream up all this stuff. I really don't. I'm out there <laughs> wrenching 12, 14 hours a day. So how these people can think of that, yeah. I'm just, I'm just like happy when some crazy idea comes into the shop. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Do you know what I mean? I can't think of, well, you I know mean, there you is need, things I would like to build, but you need there's a, so much of it. You got you to gotta get a big dog and you got to take it for long walks, yep. like three times a week. And when you're walking, that's when you're going... What if I put that jag motor in? There? <laughs> <laughs> you got to get away uh, from the straight. welder. And the, no, I do. Four two. I go four two. I'll punch that thing out to four four. Get some. You know, out if of. if I do get some spare time, which is hardly. I mean, I just went off a ten week spurt. I mean, seven days a week, fifteen hours a day to make it to SEMA. All that stuff. No downtime. This last weekend was my first weekend off. Saturday and Sunday, I had it off and painting my kid's room and everything else like that. But so I still really didn't have that much downtime. But if I ever do, when I have like a day or two and I'm laying around and watching TV, oh man, that is, you're actually right. That's when the wheels start turning. Yeah. The So for you, uh, we got the Hino to talk about as well. Yeah. Because uh, you got a lot of range, Bodie Stroud, because I gave you a Lamborghini <laughs> SV and a Lamborghini. I got a lot of range. Yeah, <laughs> I can always count on you to bring the just the, just weirdest, the weirdest stuff, yeah. man. Like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do it. You know, Lambo, but I love that a yeah. Lambo SV and then a Hino and, and four truck. months to do it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and a, a crazy Hino, which is the first Hino. Now Hino is a huge truck company, and they're probably bigger in Europe, but in Japan, but you'll probably see a lot of Hinos out here. They have a big factory they in like Long Beach. Oh, then there's also one in like Long Beach. North Carolina or something. Yeah. I, hey, Max Bada, find out where the big Hino plant is. But either way, this is the first Hino that was brought to the United States. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. they brought it over here. It's uh, it's explain a, what it looks like though. So it's a, it's, it looks like a box truck. It looks like a, like a, a U-Haul almost. Yeah, like a U-Haul with a f- sort of flatter snub nose kind of cab. 
It's right-hand drive. I talked to Pete <laughs> so Brock weird. about it's it. Weird. It's it's Brock's. It was his <laughs> transport for. I'm pretty. There's pictures of it. I'm sure he transported the his BRE Roadsters in it. He yeah. probably transported his. He probably also transported his five uh, tens in there. People used to do used to use like school buses and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like I'd talk to these old time mechanics and like well, we took a school bus and we cut the back end out, yeah, we put yeah. ramps and the back part was the car and then we'd sleep in the front part and they just drive across country for the next for the next race. Yeah. But the Hino had a, a big block Cadillac in it. And I asked him about this, the whole Max Bolchowski part of it. And he said, uh, yeah, they moved to West Virginia. The uh, Long Beach plant closed in 07, and they moved to West Virginia. That's according to Chris uh, Max Panovic. So he said, um, at least Pete Brock said, Pete Brock said, we put a big Cadillac engine in it just to get the uh What was in it? The like, lower do you end. think like a little diesel engine or something? It went through like three different motors. Yeah. Uh, it went to Hollywood Motors at one time. Well, maybe that's they're the, the ones that Chowski. put. Yes, yeah. and that's they put in a motor there, a, a different one. I don't re- recall if it was diesel or if it was gas. But then it flipped again, and somebody put this other Cadillac. It was a Cadillac. They did put a Cadillac motor in it, gasoline. Uh, when he owned it, they had Hollywood Motors do it, and then but they sold it again, and then they put something completely different in it. But to answer your question, Matt, it must have started life yeah. with like some weird five cylinder diesel, yeah. it was great, a diesel. whatever, yeah. and they got that out and they went with some big block action in yeah. there. And it's it's a cool piece in that it's the the first one, but it's also just a kind of funky piece, and in general. You know, the vintage motorsports thing has gone through the roof. And then so when something goes through the roof, it's always kind of the trickle down effect. So like it's that it's that Mercedes Gullwing versus the 190. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, the Gullwing, yeah. once the Gullwing goes over a million bucks and then the convertible 300 goes over a million bucks, you go, well, look at that 190 over there. If you kind of squint, yeah, have and a you stand far enough back, <laughs> and you stand far enough back, it uh, almost kind of looks like the the yeah. the 300, yeah. the convertible. So you go, how much is that one? And someone goes, that's 70 grand. And you go, well, shit, I'll get that. I'll get for 70 <laughs> yeah, grand. Yeah, yeah. But that thing won't stay at 70 grand for that long because there's a lot of people squinting and having cocktails, yeah. and so <laughs> those things just pop up. And so the thing about like the race cars, as soon as the crazy the race cars get millions of bucks, and people start looking around, like, well, what about the transports? What yeah, are those? Yeah, yeah. how much are those for? Yeah, yeah. And now the transports are something, and the, the total cool idea is to finish the Hino and then go out to like Laguna Seca and roll the BRE yeah. car out of it, like like Pete Brock and company would have done back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be fun, and it's a funky looking truck. It's going to be so fun to see all done because it it's is so weird cool looking because it's coming yeah. together right yeah. now. You know, we finished paint. It's it's really starting to come together, so you can yeah. you're starting to see, and you're like, oh man, this thing is going to look so and cool going down the road. Adam's idea of like hauler slash kind of hangout party vehicle mm-hmm. is uh, the guys from Clarion are going to come up next yeah, week. Yeah. They're going to stop by and they're okay, going to bring cool. you a bunch of gear. Awesome. 
Well, uh, how cool would it be to have like a killer stereo and you know a, t- a flat panel TV and like an awning that like came out and a kegerator yeah. or whatever, and you could pull up to the track and like after you qualified or whatever, everyone could gather around and fire up the blender and there you crank go. up the tunes. There you go. I'm That'd my be, next birthday be, in that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool. The other thing though that we we have it's to like kinda, an adult Chuck E. Cheese. We have, yeah. <laughs> we have to balance this out, but that'd be fun Disco because ball. they have. <laughs> it has a big side door that opens up, and the back doors open up, yeah, and yeah. you can go from the cab in into the into the box in the back, and it'd just be a fun. It'd just be a total conversation piece. But there's a little practical part, which is Nate at the other shop who's making all the documentaries. He's like, uh, "We need a van," and I was like. Why? Because we got Damn all this. Get his own van. All this equipment and C stands and all this stuff. Yeah. When we go film stuff, we we, we yeah. can't throw everything in the back of Nate's Acura. So I said, "Well, we shouldn't get a van because I got a Hino coming. Yeah, and we can use the Hino to go transport all the the equipment, the lighting, and all the whatever. And we go set up and shoot whatever. Okay, except now." You know, Nate's not going to drive it. One of his guys over there is going to drive it. And those are the guys that's back into everything. Now you have the first Hino truck restored by Bodie Stroud, and it's right hand drive. Yeah. Get the van. Like, like get the van. Like, yeah. just lease a fucking transit for $2.99 a month or 100 Something yeah, probably do. Well, I mean, probably we can transit. fix it. If they hit a corner, we can uh, yeah, fix it. It's easier than restoring wrap. it. Trust me. This thing is, like I said, Adam's always bringing me the unique things. There's no parts for this thing. No. Now we just started doing all this work to the front bumper that was in the box. So we're doing all it, and it's bent and dented, and so we're straightening it and heating it and this and that. And I happen to just be scrolling through pictures for some reason looking for something. Yeah. And... uh I'm like, oh man, that's that's not the front bumper. <laughs> so now what do I do? So now I've been calling every dealer or Hino junkyard from here to oh, yeah. to Connecticut. You know what I mean? And looking for the right front bumper. Do you? So let's. Uh, that's gonna be weird. Let's try yeah. to figure this one out. Um, There's only a handful of pictures of this thing online, like in the Pete oh, yeah. Brock days. So yeah. it's like a it's like a K. I think it's a, a Hino, a 1965 Hino KM or KW300 or 310. And it's hard to distinguish because they, yeah. they all kind of look similar. It's a 300 it's weird because or 400. I, I, I feel like a guy like Ed Justice Jr. has pictures of this thing from back in the day because he's got pictures of every vintage racing event ever. Right, because he was a photographer. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah still, I have yeah. a picture of it, yeah. at, I think, at the track with the card, the Roadster, next to it that you have. So yeah. and it has yeah. a different front bumper. You can see it's a different the see, the one that yeah, was in the back the thing of the is, truck is like I two think feet it's, tall. That one's like I think there's been changes made. You know, I think if you oh, yeah. get like a stock Hino bumper, it might not be the right thing. Well, yeah. the engine. But, let's talk. Well, I'll cue you guys up. I'll, I'll, we we we're doing an engine swap, and we're doing a transmission swap. And I want to know if you guys can explain, especially uh, Bodie, tell me about the engine swap, the transmission swap, and what we're putting in there to make it more modern and more drivable. But first, I'll tell you about Simply Safe. Ah, I understand why someone may be put off with the home security system. Slimy sales guys, long term contracts, expensive installations. Why bother? You should go with Simply Safe. So easy these days. Go online. 
They'll have the security system sent to your home. Peel and stick, put it right up, get it up and running in under an hour. No drilling, no pulling wires. The batteries last up to 10 years. So you go, well, no wires. How's that work? Batteries. Battery technology, man. Top-of-the-line protection, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees. You just order it online, set it up in an hour, and your home and family's protected 24-7. And you can get 10% off right now. Go to simplysafe.com slash Adam3. That's T-H-R-E-E. Spell it out. Simplysafe.com slash Adam3 and get the 10% off. Good company. Better product, simply safe. So, uh, Bodie, we're doing an engine swap and a transmission swap, right? Yes, we're doing the LS3 6.2 with the it's the 525 horsepower one. Can um, I tell you, I thought it was that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's we, the bigger we, horsepower. It's, it's like it's just like the same thing, but with like hotter cams or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, but it's exactly. still right out of their catalog. Yeah, out of same displacement, performance yeah. catalog. Yep, yeah, yep, and. Uh, I just went with the bigger horsepower. The the motor that was in it, the Cadillac, and I forget which one it was, but I did the research on that, and it was like 380. Yeah. So I'm figuring bigger is better. And right. probably 100 pounds heavier. 100 pounds, exactly, exactly. So I tried to keep the weight down. We're doing the Turbo 400, but it's a built Turbo 400. It's it's meant to handle 800 horsepower. We're going to so, drag race the Hino. Yeah. And then it's got the uh, the gear vendors on it. So oh, it's really yeah, that's it's cool. really like a uh, like an eight speed transmission. Oh, uh, nice! Yeah. So what when you're when you're cruising that thing at uh, sixty miles an hour on the freeway, you'll be turning what RPM approximately? Uh, I'm hoping sixty miles an hour. You're going to be at about eighteen hundred RPM. Nice, and and the whole the whole underside, the, the drum brakes all the way around. Everything looks like uh, leaf springs. Everything looks. Yeah. It looks like you took everything apart and just rebuilt it and powder coated. I did. It I just it. put new bushings, repowder coated everything. Went through the brake system. I mean, it's a good brake system. You and I were talking about putting like a new Ford F two fifty or F three fifty rear axle disc brakes. But it just, it would have been a huge undertaking. It would have been a lot of extra work, a lot of extra money spending when I didn't feel it needed it. And plus, this will keep the vintage aspect of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's a cool, it's a cool, cool piece. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. But it's, it'll be fun. It'd be fun. Uh, be fun to like take the thing to like I don't know like the tailgate at a UCLA game at the yeah. Rose Bowl or something like that like it'll be Seriously, a fun kind yeah. of party mobile. We're gonna tailgate at the parking lot. I don't... <laughs> yeah, people are gonna be like, "What the heck is yeah. that thing, man?" How, I mean, it looks cool. How big of a car do you think it fits? Because we talk about the Roadster and the five ten. The Roadster, but, yeah, and the five ten. That's it. It That's doesn't it. fit. Yeah, yeah. I like if you guys are partying in it, and I show up and I say, "Hey guys, can I come in for a drink?" I'm going to be on my knees. <laughs> so that's just, and that doesn't sound right. Either. Yeah, that's, that's weird. But that's kind of so how we that's party. Why I'm so. not getting in the back with you guys. I'll, st- I'll hang out under the awning. <laughs> I, the I yeah. think we could get a one of the wider cars in there. See, I, I knew that's I, what I was going I for. Threw it. Oh man! It's, oh, well, it's now about he's going to stretch. It's Actually, about width. You could get it's, a wider car. You just couldn't get a taller car. Yeah, I don't have anything tall. Yeah, it's, I all, guess so. it's all wide. Yeah. So I yeah. think I you could probably fit the Lambos in there. I think I yeah. threw. Yeah, yeah, I threw. I, a, I threw a tape on it at some point. Yeah, we did. You and I were both kind of measuring it out. And, and I, I think we need to take the Hino to Pebble Beach today. Be a Lamborghini. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. I mean, it would be. 
Yeah, and then you park the Hino at the track where everyone would love it. Yeah, I mean, it belonged <laughs> to Peter Brock, and now it's yeah. Adams. I mean, the thing's got a lot of history. It's the first Hino in America. I can't wait America. to show it to Pete. He's such a nice guy, and he's going to be excited about it, and then he's going to come over and tell us stories about, about the thing. Oh, he's going to love it. Uh, so, Bodie, what else, what all, so, I mean, your shop, I mean, I, you do a lot of stuff, but you also do, like, a lot of rescue work. Like, people bring you stuff that other people just couldn't finish or wouldn't finish you know like these projects have been sitting around for years and not getting anything done they have to take it somewhere then for you you have to undo a bunch of stuff that other people mm-hmm. did it was funny i was at your shop a few weeks back i was with one of your guys and i was looking at some like funk funky town exhaust and I was looking at some exhaust that had some just – I think they ran it, like, through a, an A-arm or something. Like, it was a weird <laughs> – That'd it was be a, weird. It was a weird choice. <laughs> it was a weird choice. And I was standing, and I was just looking at it, and I was going, this seems like a weird choice for Bodie to make. Yeah. And no. I went, it doesn't seem – it was sort of custom. It had a flex – had like a flex sleeve in it, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. like a braided flex sleeve I for the not, exhaust. I didn't make. That. I know, and I just <laughs> just I kept, get that clear I right kept, now. That's yeah. not you. I kept looking at it, and I was like, "It's pretty custom." <laughs> well, I mean, it was I, unique to the guy that built it. Was it. Unique. I just, you're right. It I would have gone that direction. No. And I was looking at it, and I was thinking. I went, now it was just a car that was in your shop that your guys were working on. So I was, I would have thought that was your guys. Work. No, but it came I just, from another shop. I just kept staring at it going, It was there for paint. Think. That's all. So I started to I poked around a little. I said, yeah. that's an interesting choice, running the exhaust yeah. through the arm. And yeah. your guy went, yeah, that wasn't us. That was yeah. right. and then I was like, good. Well, that's what sucks. Sometimes people come in, and they instantly are drawn to the car that we didn't do. Yeah. That just got there from because some other shop. Because it just doesn't look and right. And, you, and I got to say, no, no, no. Don't. No, no, no. Come over here. Let me show you what we built. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what we've done from the ground up. Yeah. And there's a lot of roaming around yeah, the shop. Yeah, we do. We get a lot of, uh, over the years, I've done a lot of finishing from other shop like the car we just took to SEMA that that car was at some other shop for almost four years and he was 150 grand into it and I'll say it you know the guy was headed nowhere when I got it it was still a pile of junk it was headed nowhere so Uh, now we just debuted it at SEMA I I went can we find some pictures of that car I don't think I got a chance I didn't see that car at SEMA did I Probably I was there not. for about ten minutes. That was uh, the Bel Air. Is, is it the one? Yeah, the Bel Air, the convertible at the Bel-Air. Magnaflow booth. At the Magnaflow booth, I did see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did. There it is. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Right there. Yeah, ah, that looks great. Red, yeah. red on black. Oh, it's it's amazing. Oh, and it's fantastic. Intakes, awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're looking at it. It looks amazing. Thank Show you. me that engine again. That red and black. It, red and black. You just it's, you cannot yeah. go wrong. With no, red you and black. can't. And uh, that's kind of bright looking right there in the picture. It's almost like a kind of a blood red. It's almost like your interior in the uh, the Lamborghini. Yeah. Same exact coloring. The uh, that's the cross ram injection. Yeah, yeah, Old it's a Gen looking. V. It's European, so you don't see too many of them. But it's, it's an injection, right? It's yeah, not, it's not yeah. carbon. Stack but injection. See, I is like it, when you do that. Is stuff. It, you grab the funky intake. Oh, I love and stuff. it. Yeah. I love it. It's a challenge. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but you know, it can be challenging on the wallet too because you got to make them <laughs> run right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's hard to. When you're doing this yeah. unique stuff, it, it's a challenge all the way around. Do you still get Ray to try to help tune? Dino Ray? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, Ray helps me all the time. He yeah. was, he's I just been talked to him on, on the phone the other yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. No, Ray's great. Ray's always helped me with stuff, and we're getting ready to build him a chassis for his Mustangs. So. Yeah. He's such a patient guy. He is. For a guy that just, like you, just busy all the time. There's always something. And 
And it, every time you go in there, they're like, this is wrong. You know, like but you can read wrong. it on his face. Yeah, you yeah. See, but he's just – I like, have the same look. People are like, you okay? Yeah, but he's <laughs> – yeah, he's got the look. But his his voice is always the same and he's just yeah. kind of like – Well, you try and – you know, this is our business. <laughs> it, it's supposed to be fun, you know, but sometimes when you're stressed out of your mind and your hair is sticking up to the side you got this yeah. crazy look in your eye, it means that I'm really deep into this project and I'm feeling the pressure yeah. and I got to finish it. Bodie's also got a cool – 21 window bus? 23, yeah. 23? Yeah. That's the most of that, all windows. Is that all that the is, windows? That is that's, all the windows, yes. With is, the rag top, it's a 56, 23 window micro bus. That was your dad's, right? No, it was actually uh, a buddy of mine's growing up in high school. Oh, I yeah. knew I knew it went way back. Yeah, it did. Those things now, are years 200 ago, grand now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Crazy. Yeah. Well, that one uh, one guy just went across Barrett Jackson for 300 grand. 21 window. Nice. Really? 300 Did, grand. Is yours weird? finished? Is mine finished? Yeah. It's no. so far from 300 grand. <laughs> it's like right now it's worth a buck 50. <laughs> it looks like I pulled it out of the uh, Pacific yeah. Ocean and then sandblasted it. That guy, so one, it's so we're living in such a bizarre time. Like, could you imagine really? telling, you know, the 70s hippies guys who are basically using those things just to kind of flop in and get high and stuff like that? Yeah. 300 grand right for this yeah. because like i think you could say like i think if you pulled up in 1974 and you showed him a ferrari daytona and at the time the ferrari daytona was worth 75 grand or 85 grand or something you go 300 grand for this car or a I million dollars yeah. you'd go like no, all right i yeah, go yeah. in 2017 yeah, yeah why not yeah. i believe but you show him a vw bus and be like <laughs> no way my house yeah. is sixty thousand dollars oh yeah There's no yeah. way do you know how much smoke is in the headliner of this band <laughs> yeah. right now just... i'm building a gear right now for my daughter and uh it's yeah, those are going up as well, and I got it for free. So we we put a new floor in it, painted it, and hopefully one day if I hang on to it, it'll be worth two or three hundred thousand. The yeah. Gia's have it's going the safety route with this daughter. The Gia's <laughs> have a, an interesting yeah. shape to them. They do, but then here's the question: So Bodie's got his twenty three window, and he's got a modern day diesel VW diesel right motor uh, in the back. No, well the one I, I'm I'm. Thinking of doing that, the one I have the diesel in is that double cab, the truck. Oh, at that's my the shop. double cab. Yeah. That's and right. I have, that's the that's one right. you've seen. So the kind of the question then becomes, as these things start going through the roof, price wise, everything has to have an eye toward either originality or the ability to swap it back. If one yes. wants to at some point, but we yeah. can't get out the sawzall and start cutting out firewalls and stuff and shoving, you know, small block Chevys no. and stuff and stuff. We have to be able to like bolt it up, unbolt it, and if it ever goes to Barrett Jackson, bolt the exactly sixteen hundred in and there. You could do that with this. I did have to do some cutting, but very little cutting, and I've saved all the pieces. So if somebody had to, they could just weld it back in, paint it. You never know that it was taken out. It's bolted right up to a, a freeway flyer. So where do you where do you think the market is going? I'm happy to see that you know I could remember once a uh, million years ago I think uh, Dexter Holland from The Offspring. Oh yeah, you tried hooking me up with him on a Mustang. He had a, he had a notchback yeah. Mustang that he had over at California Customs or something or I don't even know what it was, but he was like. So I got 150 grand into it. And it was like not close to anything, yeah. and I was oh, I was I was having Those to have the un- me sad. I was yeah. having I was having a yeah. Although Dexter does drive around in a modern custom van, 
like oh wow, he, like you know those commercials yeah, where it's cool. like Tony, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony over at the, uh, Costa Mesa Custom, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A modern day, not ironically, just a <laughs> modern. That's his ride. His ride's like serious, like yeah. captain's chairs yeah, and yeah, a yeah. table in the back. Yeah, you know, like that's he, awesome. He drives that. Again, not it's not ironic, but it's, it's not like rock just and roll. So it's yeah, like, it's I want not... a nice living room to drive yeah. around in. There you go. It's a custom modern van, but not like the Mercedes one. That's no, really nice. No, no, like like Dodge, but <laughs> okay. but like they a... want to go back. That's probably what he toured in in the beginning, and they want to go back to those days yeah. where they you know could barely afford gas, and that's what they drove this old van, this so, you know, rape van. And <laughs> <laughs> I had to have the sad discussion with him about. Five seven years ago, with his notchback Mustang, that like he wasn't going to get his buck fifty back no. out of this thing. Like when that thing Never. was done, it was going to be worth forty grand. You yeah. know, like it's it, it's not a good plan to get a, a a platform that's not great. Jump off, go deep. You know, two hundred three hundred grand into this yeah. thing, and then then after the divorce, it's forty five <laughs> grand. You throw yeah. your guitar in the back, you get an extra fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> The yeah. band signs it, you know. Yeah, yeah it's hard. Some, but some tickets. <laughs> I feel like we're turning the corner now. I feel like if, if they want a, a, a Ring Brothers car, or you yeah, certainly look at no. like like uh, um, some of the older sing, boy singer Porsches, Ford Carrington. Yeah, no, it depends Stroud, on who like, you ma- who makes it. It does. It you know it's uh, it's funny because I don't think any of my customers have sold any of their cars. So well, I, that's I, know I know they've been offered money, ridiculous money. Well, that's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, kidding. but I mean, the Starliner when yeah. we won SEMA, that, that guy, some guy went straight up to the owner and offered him seven hundred fifty grand. Wow. We built it for four seventy five. Should have said yes and built another one. Well, he said, "I already have seven hundred fifty grand, <laughs> and I'm the only one that has this car. <laughs> yeah. So why would I get rid of it? He still has it, and it's like his trophy car sitting in his garage. And yeah, you know, it's well, that's great, and it's great." It's great for the for the hobby because in the past it was just kind of a conceit where you'd take a bunch of cash, you'd give it to the Ring Brothers or Bodie or whatever, and like, okay, yeah. it wasn't a great investment, but you got your car. Sure. Like, but now, and I think everyone feels that way, whether it's a car or a house or an old guitar or something, like you go, yeah, I want it, but I'd also like it to be, like, go up in value sure. or, or be an investment sure. too. Yeah. And, now you kind of have your cake and eat it too, because I, I don't know what a Ring Brothers car goes for, but I bet if you gave them three hundred grand, and they built you a car, it'd be worth three hundred grand. Yeah, and it's like it's like anything. I, when I was younger, I did freestyle. I did pool riding, ramp riding, freestyle ground tricks. Started competing a little bit. Um, started breaking a lot of bones, but I left <laughs> the hobby. I left the hobby almost almost twenty eight years ago, and lately. Because of Instagram and stuff like that, I've been seeing all these bicycles and all this, all the guys yeah. that I used to ride with and the professional guys that used to do it back in the day. And now, for some reason, I've I've been hunting bicycle frames and bicycles, and, and it's like came out of nowhere because I haven't been into it. But some of those are going up as well. It's crazy. Max a pen. Anything old is, is yeah, becoming that's old. Yeah, see, that's oh, what I'm getting old. at. It seems gotta, like anything old is going up in value. So you got like a Schwinn apple crate or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Original Seriously. like Oakley grips yeah. like, without the ends busted I have off. A, I have an original SE PK Ripper, and I mean, yeah. the thing's worth about two grand right now. You know what's crazy? That's, what's that's crazy? Mini bikes, go-karts. Yeah. yeah. You, you, now you see... 
when you start opening up these auction pages and you go, oh, what's RM or Gooding doing in Scottsdale? There'll always be a couple little mini kids' cars in yeah, there, too. Yeah. It's like, 30 to 70 grand. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> the kids' card. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad. Seriously. <laughs> like, yeah. like it, it's weird because you're looking at all these cars and you do this like double take where you go, Ferrari, Pontoon, Testarossa, it's a 30,000. That must be. Oh, yeah. oh, no, it's miniature. It's miniature. Yeah, it's, 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 it's got a, well, it's look got at a, a new Ford truck. Like a yeah. new Ford truck. Some of them are close to 100 grand now. Ford's and you're like, been pushing now to get like an F, like, I don't know, 350 or 450. They want a hundred thousand truck. You know how truck. good that is and for me, they, though? Yeah. Because people, I gave, I told a guy roughly what a car was, a truck was going to cost. He wanted an F100 and with all the modern technologies and this and that. And then he didn't even blink. He was like, oh, that's pretty good. You can get a brand new, because the brand new ones are going for a hundred grand. I'd rather yeah. have this one. <laughs> yeah. Max, I'd rather spend my money on this. <laughs> Max Pata just sent me a note that said that Dexter Holland's Mustang went at Barrett Jackson in 2012. Yeah, for 44. You know. <laughs> yeah, I said, <laughs> I said 44,000. Well, I talked to him right know. after. I had no yeah, idea. What did you say, sell it? No, <laughs> I talked to him right after he sold it because Adam told me to give him a call and yeah. see if I could help him. But when I talked to him, he says, oh, man, I just sold it. He didn't tell me how much he sold it for. But I, He didn't want yeah, to tell him how much he sold no, it for. He didn't, <laughs> oh, he didn't yeah, tell his sucks. wife how much he sold <laughs> I, 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 It's funny. I just guessed $44,000 wow. or somewhere in that thing. But, yeah, I mean, that, those were the days when you would tie up 200, like, 200 grand in a car oh, yeah. easily. Easily. And it just it can't be done for any cheaper. It's just no, the amount of hours, the amount of labor, the if amount you of parts, want it done or whatever. Right and nice right. looking. And and it's Barrett Jackson forty four K. And so the question is, is like who are you giving your money to and what are we talking about? Because yeah. I think if you went with a singer Porsche or you went with Bodie Stroud or you went with the Ring Brothers, or you went with Jonathan Ward, I think you can get your money back now and then some. But I think if, so. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> well, we, we <laughs> know that, so. I think so. that no, so. would go for, so. for big money. I definitely think that uh, the real thing Mustang with that I've super I've always engine, wanted to see one go across you know, the auction That's block what we talk about what... all the time is, is like, you know, what does is, what is one of these race cars yeah. go for? And we're like, hopefully somebody else has a Paul Newman race car and goes gets, you know, $4 million at, at RM yeah. one year so we can get yeah. an idea. Exactly. But right now, it doesn't want to sell any, right? So, yeah. Um, I do want to. So you don't know. I want to ask you about your chassis, but uh, that you had over at SEMA. But first, uh, let me tell you guys about Geico. Yeah. Everybody's got a to-do list. You know, you drop off your dry cleaning, you pick up some milk, and now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list. And you don't have to pick up or drop off anything. You just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes or less, you can be saving 15. Uh, sorry, 15 minutes, you can be saving 15 percent or more on your car insurance. You know, so if you need some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to do you do today. Go to Geico.com. All right, Geico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's bring it home. We'll ask about the chassis because I got I got to interview Bodie for our Take a Knee podcast. Oh, man. I'm as well. Scared. Motivation, Bodie. <laughs> Just tell your story, man. All right. The chassis. Let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, BSI Performance. I started that. I've been working for... Uh, Quite a long time now. For yeah. Probably the last six years I've been working hard on this because uh, – and I think I've talked about this on the show before because I wasn't getting what I wanted from uh, the people that are selling chassis out there. Mine are always different. And what it comes down to and what I figured it was was ride height. Ride height, ground clearance, stance is what you fit your geometries to. Well, I didn't understand that 
10 years ago when I started the business, I was just buying some competitor's front-end IFS system, welding it on, and then I was going, oh, God, why is this still ride like crap? Well, I slammed it, and I changed the geometry. So mm-hmm. you've changed all that. So what I've worked on was finding like a middle ground, you know, tr- selling a chassis the way I want it to stand, the stance I want, the ground clearance I want, track width, all the other stuff, how I want it to handle. You just figure out the geometries in there. And I've come up with my own chassis and suspension. I got a couple patents on things, and uh, my easy align and my upper lo- my upper control arms makes it super easy with the weight of the vehicle on the ground to adjust camber caster. There's no other competitor out there that's doing it. So you don't have to get it up on the hoist and hanging. Exactly. You don't, you don't have to, have to, to jack it up, it. take the tire off, undo the upper control arm hardware, guess it where you're at, put it yeah. back together and find out that you're wrong and do that 50 times. Right. So, do, you, do you have chassis that are sort of turnkey for a particular make and model? We do. And, and then some are custom? But we do. And I'll do a little custom work. And that's what I was finding too is, is all of my competitors weren't doing any custom work. They're just like, oh, this is what you get. And it's like, well, I've always strived to make the customer happy. So if I can do minor changes, it's not a big deal. So what chassis are you making? Right now we're doing the 66 to 77 Bronco chassis, which is right out of the box. It's been a huge hit. That's what we had on display at SEMA. Yeah, there it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've already sold that one plus two others. So that's, that, that's huge for us. And then I sold the chassis behind it, the F100 chassis. We do 48 to 56. We do Chevy chassis, same thing. Uh, I think we're doing, yeah, 48 to 59 is the Chevy chassis. There's two different. you got your Gen 1 and your Gen yeah, 2. You're... And then um, the Tri-5 chassis, and, uh, you know, and we're doing more and more as we go. So you can go to... Well, the website is BodieStroud.com, and uh, BSI Performance is uh, what you look for. Mm-hmm. Bodie, we're going to uh, bring it home because we're going to do a little uh, take a knee pod. Yeah, with when you. you cool. When you do take a knee, you got to ask about his daughter, who's a phenomenal singer, by the way. Oh, She's going to be huge. Man. Oh, Thank all you. that yeah, stuff. Yeah. I got her. I downloaded her song. I listen to it on my iPod all the time. The we'll daughter get ready with for the, an album. The daughter with up. the gear. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, you can go to our uh, website, carcastshow.com, look up all the pictures that we've been talking about, all the chassis and all the engines and all the stuff we've been talking about. Just go to the website and uh, look it up. Follow Matt at uh, Motorator, if you will. You, you can uh, go to Chassis, two S's and a Y, and take a look at our movies, 24-Hour War, Winning Race, I have Paul Newman. we got a lot of good uh, stuff there. And then there's Shift and Steer. As well, that's uh, Matt's pod at Podcast One. And then uh, we got a live uh, show at the Ice House coming up with Mark Garrigus and Brad Williams. That is going to be a lot of comedy. And that's uh, Tuesday, November 21st. Till next time, Adam Kroll for Bodie Stroud and Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. CarCast Show.